I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have made it, but I'm well on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all this, but I've got my eye on the go where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on that go, those of us who want everything God has for us. If any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Stick with me, friends. Keep track of those you see running this same course, headed for this same goal. There are many out there taking other paths, choosing other goals, and trying to get you to go along with them. I've warned you of all them many times. Sadly, I've had to do it again. All they want is Easy Street. They hate Christ's cross. But Easy Street is a dead-end street. Those who live there make their bellies their gods, belches are their praise. All they can think of is their appetites. But there's far more to life for us. We're citizens of high heaven. We're waiting the arrival of the Savior, the Master, Jesus Christ, who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like His own. He'll make us beautiful and whole with that same powerful skill by which He is putting everything as it should be under and around Him. This is Daniel Orton, and welcome to the Stay Podcast. Here, my purpose is to strengthen the apostolic life. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to the Stay Podcast. I am recording this on Friday the 13th of 2023. I am a few days late, and I apologize for that. This has been one of those weeks, busy for a pastor and a grandfather. Yeah, we um, the day I usually do my recording, we kept our grandson, Corbin, uh, while the kids went and done some work at the church. And when you keep Corbin, well, you do Corbin. If you know our awesome grandson, you know what I'm talking about. So, But it was great. But anyway, so I'm a few days late, and I do apologize for that. Um, I may mess with the days as we go forward, you know, taking care of two churches and life, working a job. It does make it kind of hard. And it gets you weary. I promise you, it gets you very weary. And sometimes I I get to <laughs> wondering, how in the world am I doing what I'm doing? And I'll be honest with you, I'll question why am I doing what am I why why am I doing what I'm doing? It's not easy. Um, you know, but nevertheless, I'm pressing on. I'm pressing forward. Um, perhaps you maybe recognize my opening little story today. It is actually Philippians chapter 3, 12 through 21, but I read it from the message trans or message paraphrase. It's not a translation. It's a paraphrase, but it is a very good one. You perhaps would recognize Philippians 3 and 13 and 14 better like this. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth from those things which are before, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. 
But I read it from the um, message paraphrase and opening this up. I don't know how long I'll be here, and I'm doing a lot of um, some freehand stuff here with this. I don't always do that. I like to be structured with this and know where I'm going. I kind of do, but uh, just been thinking about what what I want to talk about. I, I may try to get in a little bit of a series of some things going forward, um, talking about some things that will help you stay in church because it's the whole purpose of our podcast is to um, – strengthening the apostolic why why do we stay in church why do we do what we do but um just want to be real today um to be honest last year was a it was a good year it was a hard year extremely busy you know we took on the uh, challenge of helping another church in Sturgis alongside of our church plant work plus I worked a lot of hours last year my secular job so um I don't, I'm not paid in my pastoral responsibilities being small churches. So I about burnt myself out last year. I about got myself to the place that I was just totally and completely burnt. And I began to look at some old things I'd listened to and things like that. And I, I, I come across something that Brother David Tipton, if you do not know him, he is I don't know if he's still the superintendent of the Mississippi District, the United Pentecostal Church, but he was at one time. And back 13 years ago, um, Brother uh, a- Brother Akers from Dawson Springs, he was our home missions state director, and he brought Brother David Tipton in to do a um, home mission seminar with the Kentucky home missionaries at that time as I still was under that umbrella at that time and so we sit down and uh, not I say we I'm saying all of our uh, home missions directors and home missionaries at that time I was both I was a home missionary and home missionary director this had been about probably in 2009 um, when this happened and he ministered to us and he ministered to us from this really long title and this is what he said he said i don't know how to arrive but i know how to keep going and i I remember sitting there listening to that and i i recorded it on my iphone way back when and i still had it i ran across it i listened to it today and uh, I probably try to listen to it again because I listened to it at work, and it wasn't good quality recording. But you know, it, it's we sometimes we don't know how we're going to get to where we're going. What I do know is I plan on making heaven my home, and um, I plan on seeing and helping as, as many people as I can make heaven their home. I don't know. As Brother Tipton said, with just his title, I mean, you can just see his title and you can understand what kind of lesson or message, whatever you'd want to call it that day. He wouldn't like just preaching, but he was ministering. That's probably the best thing I know to do say is he was ministering to us home missionaries. And, you know, he he's he was talking about driving a, a bus with some challenged kids and, and how he was handling them and, and just getting them from one uh, you know, they kind of got upset and was acting up, and he, he began to 
carry on with them and, and have fun with them and just getting them from one point to the next and taking them from one funny story to the next funny story and um, basically is just letting us know you, you may not know how you're going to arrive there but you got to just keep going and we've got to all realize you know Paul said 1 Corinthians 9 24 he said know you not that they which run a race run all but one receiveth the prize so run that you may obtain. And that's what we got to do. We're, this life, it's, it's like a race. It really is. It's, it's, it has, and it's a challenging course that we see so many ups and so many downs. And like a race, life has a judge. He's going to decide where we place that in the end. It's not going to be somebody else or, uh, the world, but Jesus is our judge and he's going to decide where we place in the end. And like a race, there is a finish line. And at this finish line, it's, it's, going, to, it's going to happen for every one of us. It's, it's going to happen at death or Jesus is going to rapture us out of this place. And we've got to keep our mind and our sights on that prize, we can't quit. We got to keep going, cause as life is a race, life is going to end with winners. That's going to receive the reward. Matter of fact, everybody's going to receive a reward. But I want to be like the Apostle Paul when he wrote and told his son the Gospel of Timothy. He said, "I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith." And I know there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, he's the judge. He's going to give that to me that day. Not only to me, he said, but all those that love his appearing. And from the, the world's perspective, winning is it's based on so many things that it's not really is. It's based on our intelligence. The smarter you are, the more respect you may receive or how much money you got. The more money you have, they, they tell you that you're going to be happier. The better image that you have, the better you appear, the more popular you may be. Or power, the, the more influence and power you've got with people, the stronger you are and the more control you have. But from God's perspective, winning is based on something totally and completely and entirely different. And from his perspective, winning, it comes when we endure unto the end. Jesus said in Matthew 24 and 12, he said, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall not wax cold. And many's, many's going to let that intelligence and wealth and their image and their power, it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into sin. That's iniquity. It's going to abound, and there and, and there's a lot of people who's let that happen. They're they're more worried about, you know, the wealth and image and power and intelligence, and their love for God has it has waxed cold, or in other words, it's gotten cold. And we're seeing people quit. We're seeing people, and unfortunately, I've, I've seen ministers, preachers that has ministered to my life, um, both in my physical presence and then by way of audio that has 
let some of these things, their image and their power get to them and their hearts got cold towards God and they just, the, the, the sad thing is they quit but not quit. They quit living what's true and right and holy and that's quitting as well. But Jesus said, He that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. He, he let us know there's going to take some enduring. And, and in those enduring times, you don't know how you're going to arrive. But you know how to keep going. you got to know how to keep going. And I'll be honest, right here in this stage of my life, I'm, I, I like to be transparent and real. I, I'm struggling with balancing my my rhythm of life right now. I'm, I'm struggling with how the balance between the two churches and and my family and my work that I, you know, I'm still working. I'm struggling. And I'd like to just say, hey, let me do this, this, and this. But, and I don't know. I don't know exactly how to arrive at a place where I'm not working and I'm pastoring full-time, or how to arrive at certain goals and places with our church, with either church. But what I do know is how to keep going. You see this world, that view, it views the success as, hey, you're number one. But God views success when we make Him number one. And there's absolutely no question that this, this race of life is full of disappointments. It's full of discouragements. It's full of defeat. But we can overcome all of that if we'll just put our hope in Jesus. You're going to struggle sometimes. You're going you're gonna to have bumps in the roads. You're going to hit things that's going to knock you down. But, you know... Bishop, my Bishop White, he preached a message years ago, I think at East Coast Conference. You can you can Google it. I know Bishop hates his messages being out there because he preaches all over the nation and he hates somebody hearing something he's already preached before, Bishop White. But this message is called um, The Will is Lost, But the Way I Know. It kind of goes along with what Brother Tipton had told us that day, you know. Uh, the wheel's lost. I don't necessarily know what the wheel is. I don't know how I'm going to arrive at that place. But the way I know, the way is I know how to keep going. And, and let me tell you what, that's what you got to get inside of. You got to get a bulldog grip that says, I am not letting go of this thing because God He's called me to be an ambassador. He's called me to be something to win this dying lost world. And that's what I've got to do. And I've got to win my, my family, my children. I've got to make sure that I'm winning this race called life. You can't just uh, keep going in the wrong direction. Direction matters. It really does. It it matters a whole lot. Um, you know what? You, you just can't stop. My goodness, I've seen so many people, they just stop. Get frustrated at different things and 
and just quit. We, we can't do that. We got to just press on through because it's going to be worth everything that we go through in this life. Uh, let me let me relay you a, a story that um, kind of illustrates what I'm trying to say here today. And and um, at 7 p.m. on October 20th, 1968, there was a few thousand spectators that remained in Mexico City Olympic Stadium. It was cool. It was dark. The last of the marathon runners, each exhausted, were being carried off to the first aid station. More than an hour earlier, uh, Mamo, an Ethiopian, looking as fresh as he did when he started the race, crossed the finish line. He was the winner of the 26-mile, 385-yard event. As the remaining people prepared to leave, those sitting near the marathon gate suddenly heard the sound of sirens and police whistles. They all turned to the gate. There was one lone person wearing the colors of Tanzania entered the stadium. His name was John Stephen Akiwara. He was the last man to finish the marathon. His leg with blood all over it and bandaged. He was severely injured from a fall. He he grimaced with every step that he took, and he hobbled all the way around the 400-meter track. And as those people there rose and applauded him, as if he was the winner that day, after crossing the finish line and slowly walking off the field, without even turning to the cheering crowd. He, they treated him as if he was the winner. But when you look at the injury and having no chance of winning a medal, he got hurt, he fell in the middle of it, he hurt, but he wanted to finish the race. Someone asked him why he had not quit. L listen to this reply, because this should be us. This should be how we feel about where we are in this earth. He, he said, My country did not send me 7,000 miles to start the race. They sent me 7,000 miles to finish it. So if I can tell you anything today, you may be fighting hell. You may not know exactly where you are in life right now. You're, you're, you may be struggling in marriage. You may be struggling in school, you may be struggling relationships, you may be struggling belief, period. You may be struggling with what the will of God is. You may be struggling with so many things. You don't know how to arrive, but you got to know how to keep going. You've got to know, I can't stop praying. I can't stop reading my Bible. I cannot stop going to church, even if I don't feel His presence. I've got to keep going and not just going but going in the right direction I talked about in my last podcast about go for it you know they said when you see the ark and the covenant go for it follow it and, the, and this is what we got to do we just got to keep following God's ways and doing what we can <sighs> goodness excuse me
um, let me re- let me read you another story here. Um, in the book of in the book, the Ten Laws of Lasting Love, Paul Purcell tells an occasion in his fight against cancer when him and his wife had an over overcome an attack of their hope. Um, they had to overcome an attack of their hope. Um, anytime a doctor came with news of his progress, his wife would join him and they would, would they would embrace. And the reporters, the reports were not good during the early phases of his illness. And one day a doctor brought horrible, frightening news. Looking at his clipboard, the doctor said this in a murmured kind of voice. He said, it doesn't look like you're going to make it. This was the words of Paul Purcell. This is what he said. He said, before I could ask a question of this doomsayer, my wife stood up, handed me my robe, adjusted the tubes attached to my body and said, let's get out of here. This man is a risk to your health. As she helped me struggle to to the door, the doctor approached us. Stay back, demanded my wife. Stay away from us. As As we walked together down the hall, the doctor attempted to catch up with us. Keep going, said my wife, pushing uh, pushing the stand. We're going to talk to someone who really knows what is going on. Then she held up her hand to the doctor and said, Don't come any closer. He said, The two of us moved as one. We fled the safety and hope of a doctor who did not confuse diagnosis with the verdict. Do you hear that? Did not confuse the diagnosis with the verdict. And this is why people struggle when they're going through hell in their life. The devil gives a diagnosis and we struggle. And we can't confuse the diagnosis with the verdict. We can't confuse our feelings with fact. And we can't confuse right now with always. We've got to run. And we've got to run with hope. We may not know how to arrive. But we've got to keep on going. We may not understand everything we're going through right now. But we got to keep going. As, as the uh, Mr. Peterson wrote in his paraphrased version of my opening that I said today in Philippians 3, he said, let's keep focused on the go. Those of us who want everything God has for us, we've got to stay focused on the go. I don't know how to arrive, but I got to keep going towards that go. And we, we've got to stay on the right track. We got to keep running. We got to keep going. It's not always easy, but you got to keep going. So I, I just, as I listened to that today, I thought, you know, 
um, I don't know if Brother I don't know if Brother Tipton has preached that anywhere else. I'd love to find an actual sermon that he preached this. Something that's on audio. Maybe I could search it and find it. But Brother Tipton spoke to me 13 years ago when 14 years ago, whatever it was. Whenever he talked to us at Home Missions Conference and, and today again as I listened to it. 13, 14 years removed. He spoke to me once again. Yeah, it's kind of crazy in my life right now. And sometimes I question, is it going to be like this always? But I can't confuse my diagnosis with my verdict. And I can't confuse things that I feel with fact. And i got to understand what's going on right now. It's not always going to be like this. Even if the rest of my earthly life is hell and a struggle, and I don't know how to arrive. I've got to keep going towards heaven because I'm not trying to have... I'd, I'd love for God to fix all of my life in this world. I'd love for Him. I'd love for... I'd love for uh, every debt that I have to be... Let me say it this way, okay? Every dumb debt that I have made and every debt that I have made to be paid off to where there's not a need for me to work a secular job. I would love to win as many people as we could in both churches, have pastors in place for these churches. I don't know how to arrive at that. And if it never happens, I'm going to keep going. I can't stop living for God. I can't stop i got to press towards the prize, the mark of the high calling in God, in Christ Jesus. So, anyway, hope this ain't been too rambling today. Uh, I've been thinking about what I wanted to say this week and um, hadn't really settled on nothing. Maybe, you know, maybe God knows what he's doing and maybe he knew that I needed to listen to that um, message that Brother Tipton ministered to me so many years ago, I need to hear it again today so I can maybe share it with somebody else so you could hear a little bit of it. I'm sure Brother Tipton done a lot better job than anything I said. But uh, you may not know how to arrive, but you got to keep going. So, Lord willing, we will have another podcast out next week. Uh, it may be Thursday of next week. We typically have midweek at Sturgis on Wednesday and midweek at Marion Church on Thursday. Uh, for the sake of my health and my sanity, for the time being, I'm going to start rotating between them two churches. I will go to Sturgis on one week and not Marion that week. And the next week I will not go to Sturgis, and I will go to Marion. So, trying to balance my world out. But with that said, next week I will not be in service on Thursday night. So, I'm probably going to do that podcast on Thursday next week because my son's birthday is on Tuesday when I usually do it. So, um, so look for a podcast maybe next Thursday. But again, we're going to be watching Corbin, so I don't know. We'll see. 
But I'll get it out. I'll do the best I can. My life is a little crazy. But I enjoy this. Hey, why don't you do it for a, why don't you do me a favor? Uh, yeah, I can't speak here, but anyway, do me a favor, okay? I don't understand how it all works, but um, why don't the 30 plus people that look like they listen to this regular, according to the analytics on my um, podcast page, there's 30 plus of you, whether you use the same 30 every week or not, I have no idea. But why don't you that listen to this, why don't you share this? Why don't you rate our podcast on whatever uh, whatever way you're listening to it? They say that puts uh, it does something with numbers and allows people to see it better and more. And uh, so we can get this out there a little farther. Um, I just want to do every little bit I can to maybe help encourage somebody to stay in the church. That's the whole purpose of what I'm doing this for is to strengthening, strengthen the apostolic why. And I would love to help you. So subject you'd like to hear, send me a message, Facebook, or I think you can send a message to through via the app, whatever you're listening to. So, hey, I'd love you to share it, rate it, give it to somebody else, tell somebody about it. So, but hey, let me say it again. You may not know how to arrive, but you got to keep going. God bless you. Hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening today. If anything you have heard today in this podcast has helped you, why don't you share it with someone you know, a friend or family member, and also consider rating and following us as well. Hope you have a great day. God bless you.